Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is Tuesday, January 3rd in the year 2023. There we go, right there. And it's another crazy day and all sorts of news, and of course you know what's consuming the news right now. And overtimers, two things. One is the ridiculous clown show going on in the House as they vote for the new Speaker of the House, which is just more drama and nonsense to keep your eyes off the real things. And, of course, the football player that dropped dead, or I guess he's not dead yet, but the guy that dropped dead or dropped of a heart attack yesterday. We'll get all into that all in a minute. But do make sure that you are keeping your eyes on the crazy that's happening because we are in an insane world, and it's dangerous if we're not prepared, so always keep your skills up. If there was ever a story that best encapsulated how bad crime has become, it's the one about Starbucks providing baristas with active shooter training because our cities aren't safe anymore. And while the Supreme Court has made it easier for you to conceal carry for protection, it's your responsibility to be properly trained. That's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range and you will save a ton on practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including .223, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. This is the smartest investment in your ability to safely and effectively handle your firearm. Plus, it will pay for itself in one day. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you want to have. Oh, you do want to have one. It makes fun around the house, especially if you have cats. Hey, Patriots, this is kind of interesting. I know everybody's kind of been running around on this Damer Hamlin issue and the guy that suddenly fell backwards after making a tackle. And, of course, we had some troll that wasn't even a real doctor or, I guess, I don't know, claimed that it was an accident, rare impact injury to the heart, which we know is a lie. And we're pretty sure that the dude has had a vax, but we're told that that's an impolite thing to ask if he's had a vax. So I'm going to ask, has he had a vax? Because we think he has. And a lot of patriots are apprehensive. I see this all over. Some of the bigger influencers are like, I'm not saying he had a vax. Well, yeah, he probably did. So let's not let's quit beating around the bush. But here's what's really odd is there was a tweet put out the day before that he had died. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's like maybe just maybe this wasn't what we think it was. You know, strange things like there was another player that died that nobody's talking about. But at the same time. This player died and everybody is talking about him. And all of a sudden you've got federal agencies around him and the Biden administration's just set up a base camp down at the hospital. Like maybe there's a ritual going on. Not that they ever do anything like that. Maybe it was a ritual sacrifice. Not that they ever do anything like that either. But again, that might just be strange, strange, crazy tin hat stuff. But what is interesting is to watch how America's reacting. Because while America tries to believe that they worship God, what they really discovered is they worship football. And all of a sudden, one of their idols fell. And when the idol fell, their world began to be shocked and rocked. And 
and oh my goodness, what are we to do? Because nothing is like it used to be, and this is horrible, and Fochi is responsible, and oh, the endless things that are being said. This might have, I'm going to give a language warning because I can't remember if this piece had some language in it. It might, so language warning, but this just gives you an idea of what this one dude has caused as a cascade of the worship of football. Hello, my friend, loving Americans. I live in Cincinnati and the Bengals are my team. Who day? Watching the game tonight, Monday night against Buffalo. We just seen a player try to tackle T. Higgins. He got down and he stood up and he fell backwards. Just like all those other athletes we've been seeing across the nation fall backwards. I can't say definitely for sure, but all my years I've never seen him have to do CPR in the middle of a field. Are you happy government? Are you happy Fauci? Are you happy NFL making these young kids 24 years old, 18, 19, take these shots? Hopefully I'm wrong, but I'm telling you right now, they've pushed God and God's revealing the evil that this government has done. God bless this young man. I hope he's alive. Actually, no, they didn't push God. We pushed God because we started worshiping football instead of worshiping him. So with 11 minutes after the hour, let's pray a little bit of spiritual warfare incoming. Father, we are here today just reflecting initially on this incident that happened on the football field yesterday as we watched America's number one worship, number one idol, the thing that's in most Americans' minds that's greater than you, suddenly have this little snag. We watched as America's now had to confront the fact that their greatest idol worship ever, the way that they waste their weekends and their time sitting in front of the TV, the way they obsess themselves with clothing and rallies and spend hundreds of dollars on tickets to worship the saints of football. And suddenly one of their saints dropped. We don't know if he's alive, but we know that he had a heart attack, as that's been said. And so, Father, this is where I'm beginning to prayer today, and whoever wants to join in, is that I'm pretty much sick of this idolatry. And so on one hand, Father, if that was your gift to the world, thank you. Because it's about time that these idols get shaken and these people get woken from their dreams and this stupidity of worshiping sports teams like Bread and Circus and turning their eyes away from you but telling themselves all the time that, oh, yeah, I follow God, when they don't. Their heart is resting in the institutions of men. Their heart is resting in the institutions of game. Their heart is resting in the idolatries of the colors of the team and the things that they do. If they would spend half as much time worshiping you, the world would be a better place. But nope. But that's where we are. We are an entertainment nation, Father. A nation that's lulled to sleep by the institutions of entertainment that keep people focused. They build whole family events around it. And thankfully, Father, if has it had it not been for the tailgate parties in Walmart, we'd probably be at a civil war with people shooting each other over a game that they call unfair because a ref apparently mediated it wrong. This is the level of stupidity and insanity that we have in our world, Father. And so as we sit and witness this, and as I am happy to see more people 
come to a place of prayer and were blessed with that, may that prayer deeply move them in their heart. May they be shaken truly in their idol worship to realize that the institutions that they are worshiping, the victims that are now falling, are all part of one big game to keep their eyes off of you. And may their prayers truly shake them to the, to the core, to where they are now having to turn away from their idols, to cast out their idols, and to finally face the truth that we are nothing without you. We don't have sports. We don't have anything. We don't even have an ability really to function without you. And so in this hour, when we start to try to, as a nation, they're trying to justify these shocking events, it's unbelievable to me, heart-wrenching to me, that so many children, so many people have suffered from this shot, and it takes one full player on the field in front of national cameras to fall over backwards to suddenly rock people to prayer. That said, Father, that would be your wisdom. And so we're blessed with what we're witnessing because it would be your wisdom to find the one event that would finally rock people and snap them out of their slumber and put them on their knees to pray. And so for that, we are grateful. And we do pray for this nation that these prayers will not just be fleeting. These prayers won't just be fleeting until the next game or the next inning or the next obsession with sports. But rather, these prayers will now be impactive anchor people more closely to you, start to lift their eyes up into the heavens rather than down into the field. And may we walk together in this moment to start to find the truths before us and now start to accept responsibility for where we're at. The motion, the focus and the momentum that's been created around sports needs to be moved to the focus and momentum towards saving the children and protecting and engaging our elderly class that are dying of loneliness. And so it's, again, a testimony to a nation, which is a hard testimony to face, that we're more interested in a a sports game than we are of the millions of children that are aborted. We're more interested in a sports game than the millions of elderly that sit dying alone. We're more interested in a sports game than we are facing the fact that teachers are encouraging children to be gender confused, that advertisers, the same advertisers that advertise with these sports games, are pushing a culture towards transgenderism, gender confusion, and Luciferian beliefs. So in this worship, may this also be the beginning of the collapse of empires. And while this is a moment in the nation where they literally took a single player on national television to finally bring a few people to their knees. May we be reminded as well that these institutions are all part of one big play to influence people always away from you. This is the part of the patience walk, Father, that you put before us. And so we do pray for temperance and we do pray for patience and we pray for breath. It's heart-wrenching to see anybody suffer. It's heart equally heart-wrenching to see how shallow the faith of a nation has been. And so we pray for the restoration of the belief in you. We pray for the restoration of the humbling 
before you. We pray for the restoration of the love in Jesus to settle into the hearts of the many. We pray for the restoration of eyes on kingdom and to start truly accepting that we have to walk with you, be part of you, and not play these silly games that we're doing. A sad time in one way, and yet there is opportunity within darkness to always bring light. So, Father, we thank you for the gifts that bring people to light, no matter what form they take. And we continue to pray for a nation to find its way back to you and find the strength and honesty in the walk with Jesus. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I won't kid you, it's, it's pretty much a mixed bag when I see it. And I say that because what we're witnessing here is a nation that is so far afield from God, and it takes a death of a sports player, even though we've had over 100 of them die in Europe, the sacred institution that people worship of football is now having to face the realities of the jab. And their gut is right. This is why they're reacting the way they are. Their gut is right. They know it's right. They know what they're seeing. They know what they're witnessing. And they're articulating it. So we need to keep our prayers up, to be honest with you. This is one of these places right now in this world. That I, hope that this is a, I hope this is an inflection point as Elon Musk put it out there today. But it is something to think about, nonetheless. So, interestingly, the snow is apparently a dangerous place to be. Strange how things happen in clusters. We had a, an incident today where actor Jeremy Renner in, is in critical but stable condition following a weather-related accident. According to a spokesman for the Marvel star, he was airlifted to the hospital following an incident whilst plowing snow. The spokesperson added that a 51-year-old was with his family and receiving excellent care. Huh. And on January 2nd, 2023, approximately at 2 p.m., the Wasatch County 9-11 Center received a call reporting a snowmobile accident in the Mill Howell area. Search and rescue, along with law enforcement, Wasatch County Sheriff's Office, Utah State Parks, and the U.S. Forest Service responded. Driver Kenneth Block, who's also a race car driver, better known as a race car driver, 55-year-old male out of Park City, Utah, was driving a snowmobile on a steep slope when the snowmobile upended, landing on top of him. He was pronounced deceased at the scene from the injuries sustained in the accident. Mr. Block was riding with a group but was alone when the accident occurred. The state medical examiner's office will determine the official cause of death. That's more than Scalia got. We are saddened to hear of the loss of Kenneth and our hearts are, in his fam- are with his family and friends so deeply effect- affected. We thank all of the first responders for their continued service. Huh. Two famous people getting in snow accidents. I'm sure that's completely coincidental. Just saying. Because we know that there's all sorts of coincidences that happen randomly in this world that mean nothing. 
that are nothing. But what's really interesting, too, is there's a lot of questions around this, again, around this football incident. I think what's, like I said earlier, what's interesting is another athlete died, but no one's saying anything. Strange. Now, I want to read this. This came in last night, and I really like this tweet. And this is for all you folks that are maybe still hanging on to Q. I think this knocks it out of the park. And for those that aren't hanging on to Q anymore, but walking with God, you're going to enjoy this. So here it goes. This was posted by Freedom Fighter at Freedom Now For You on Twitter. And this is what they wrote. So many in the Q movement are failing to understand what we're only, that we were only provided 20% of the map. Q said this was biblical. They showed us the dark part of humanity. Now it's up to us to research the light and the better part of humanity to prepare ourselves for what's to come. The whole movement is about returning to God, finding the peace within, and sharing the love that we have for one another. So many anons are frustrated and confused because they fail to see the full picture of what's exactly happening here on earth. When Q said this was biblical, that was our cue to search for more. Everybody loves to do the research on the dark side, but how about the light side? How many of you have learned who you truly are? If you're captured in the chaos and the drama and there's more, then there's more work to be done. Find yourself, understand your purpose and why you are here. Find God within. Thought that was a great post yesterday. Dead on with the whole principle of what our purpose is. Ultimately, we're here to walk with Father God. And that's an amazing experience in itself and one that's going to require an enormous amount of focus in the coming months and weeks. But don't worry, because on the heels of this, in the IQFY.com article, they've already retagged us. You're not now, you are no longer an anti vaxxer. I just want you to know this. You are an anti chipper. Now, I really didn't know what an anti chipper was. I thought, because when someone said chipper, I thought, wood chipper? But I'm not an anti wood chipper because I do chip wood when I chop wood, and I believe in chipping wood because it makes for nice coverage on the ground. But no, that's not what they were talking about. I'm not an anti wood chipper, but I am an anti chipper. And the anti-chipper is, as they start in the headline, anti-chippers are the latest group of awful people we now have to worry about. So now I'm an awful anti-chipper. I just want you to know that. So are you. You just don't know it yet, but you will. You're in about two paragraphs. As if these troubling times haven't already encumbered us with enough challenges. Yes, every one of you has been an encumbrance. So have I. They're paranoid. That's us. Don't believe in science. That would be us again. Many have white supremacist tendencies. Nah, that's a lie. And most importantly, they want you to know that microchip implants are super duper scary. They're anti-chippers. And they've got literally dozens more brain cells than your average anti-vaxxer. That's funny because I didn't know I had that problem. So what's their deal, it says. 
The coronavirus pandemic has the world's most brilliant minds scrambling to find treatments, vaccines, and ways to improve public health going forward. One such savior (laughs) is Bill Gates. This is a real article, by the way. The child-loving philanthropist who founded Microsoft. His proposal is to put a teeny tiny piece of silicon under everyone's skin to improve lives by reducing health care costs and keeping track of the unhealthy. Now, what could possibly be bad about health professionals and doctors keeping Americans safe and healthy? You'd be surprised or not. The anti-Semitic origin of anti-chippers. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is, you know what? If I tried to write material like this for a comedy, I couldn't do better. Just all you have to do, if you want a good comedy show for the conservatives, just ask the liberals to write something. That's it. Just say, what do you want me to write? I don't care. Just write something because it will be great material. When you example examine the undercurrent of anti-chipper movement, one horrid realization towers above all others. Anti-Semitism is festering at the root of this evil. Of course, not all anti-chippers are anti-Semites, but it does change the fact that they're engaging in a conspiracy theory propagated by anti-Semites who fuel fear over the elites and the globalists who do that they'll do something to you. This is coded anti-Semitic language and dog whistling, according to the lauded civil rights organization, the American Defense League. Oh, that's good. So I just wanted you all to know, as we wrap up the show today, that you're now an anti-chipper. You're an anti-vaxxer before. That was That's old news, though. That was 2022, okay? And that was actually 2020, 2021. In 2020, you were an anti-masker. 2021, 2022, you got categorized as an anti-vaxxer, you evil people. And I'm part of that evil group, all of us. We must be admonished for such a thing. And today, we have now been recategorized. We are officially anti-chippers. So I want you to walk proudly out here in this world. Hold your head high. When someone says, what are you? You say, I'm an anti-chipper and damn proud of it. There you go, patriots. When they've got nothing else, they sling mud. We've made it through their first part of this propaganda wave. Buckle up. They've got more up their sleeve, though I think it's going to get pretty awful. It's, they've lost their best writers. I think they've all died of the vax. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I shouldn't laugh at those things. That was not very kind of me. Oh, I'm really sorry to tell you that the best writers of the left have passed away unexpectedly from taking from an unexpected, unknown cause. But thank goodness they were vaxxed because they didn't get COVID. (laughs) However that goes. Gotcha. All right, patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue that enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. we got a great show coming up, as always. Look forward to seeing you there. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, 
support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. 
We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.